Welcome to episode number 19 of the Outside Scoop podcast. I'm Dustin Storchum, joined alongside the 2019 Expedition League GM of the Year and future Expedition League Hall of Famer, Jackson Bruce. Um, and, and Jackson's actually going to be the main man today because I have had a day from HE double hockey sticks in terms of recording and getting packed up to go back to Nebraska and this and that. So Jackson came up with all the topics today. You can blame him if the podcast sucks. But uh, Jackson, how are you doing? It's Friday. It's Friday. We got the cowboy hats on. We're looking good. And uh, so this, this will be my last Friday in Pier for a short while. So, yeah. Yeah. I'm feeling good, though, today. We uh, Trappers got the W last night. They did. Uh, we, we got the win. Back at it tonight, tomorrow, and Sunday. So shout out if you want to come out to the game. If you're in the Pier area. Come on out to Hyde Stadium, 7.05 the next two days, and 5.35 on Sunday. But should we should we jump right in? You had you, you enjoyed your first Trapper game, though, right? You know what? I actually had a lot of fun. John Hunt did a fantastic job. Great I know, job. I know he was stressing. I know he was a little worried about how opening night would go, but uh, I was sitting right behind your father, and we were yeah. loving it, man. We oh. were the rowdy bunch over there. My dad is ready to get rowdy at every trapper he game. enjoyed about he, seven innings of the did trapper he show game. you his koozie no oh um, man ask ask to see his koozie okay. i don't know if he uses it still or if it's retired i might text him to bring the koozie tonight okay but he had some guy sign it after they got ejected oh nice i love yeah, it and they have some choice words on it i love it i love it but it's gonna be another night of the dustin and andy show dustin and row and andy d show. listen if you're listening to the podcast which i mean it's gonna be probably too late by now but um, section D, that's where we're at. First two rows. Yeah, if you ever want to, if you left. ever want to hang out with my dad, he's always in section D at Hyde Stadium. First row. Pig fans. Actually, sometime we might have to do a giveaway for trapper tickets. Give I think away, that'd be a lot of fun. Give away yeah, the that would be a lot seats of fun. eleven and twelve, so you can sit right behind my father. Yep, that'd be a lot of fun. We'll do that later on in the season. Get get something interactive going, but let's get it started. Let's get right into it. Let's get nasty. All right, so we're starting off with some buzzwords. We our favorite football league, the fan controlled football. The you can't if you are the FCF Zappers, you constantly are making you're you're making headlines. They signed Johnny Manziel, they signed Terrell Owens, traded Terrell Owens in the first ever FCF trade, by the way, a few weeks ago. And now Jason Stewart, the backup quarterback to Johnny Manziel for the Zappers, celebrated his touchdown pass by lighting a joint and smoking it on the field. After, after throwing his first touchdown, he, uh, he came to the sideline, pulled a joint from his uniform pants and lit it, and he said, smoking that Glacier pack, because they were playing the Glacier boys, said, and he said, stay zapped, my friend, stay zapped, and he gave it to a guy on the sidelines after he took a puff. Stay zapped. But then, unfortunately, the FCF came out with this statement. Jason Stewart was cut from the Zappers for violating league policy. While the FCF fully supports players' responsible use of cannabis, unfortunately, it is still illegal in the state of Georgia and is banned from, by our venue and hotel property partners. So our policy of not allowing smoking at these sites is well known by all, other play, all of our players. He was released from the Zappers after this situation. I, I, two buzzwords on this one. Buzzword for the celebration and then the buzzword for getting cut. Dope. It's dope. <laughs> I it's like dope that. for the celebration. Um, 
I thought it, at first watching the video, I thought it was Johnny Manziel. Yeah, well, because uh, Barstool put Johnny uh, something, something, call it Johnny Football. Right. So everyone thought it was Johnny Manziel originally, and then I watched it back, and I was like, oh, wait, that's not Johnny, but it looks like him. Um, for him getting cut, I think it's stupid. Uh, I, I would be for like a suspension, like a one game suspension, two game suspension. There's only one game left in the season, too. Oh. Yeah. So, like, you just suspend him the rest of the season. Make it sound worse than it actually is. Right. Suspend him the rest of the season. Um, I get it. You know. He broke. He, he actually he, broke a law. He broke a law. <laughs> he broke a law. But, celebrating. but at the same time, it's like, suspend him the rest of the season. Give him a slap on the wrist. I don't think he deserved to get cut for it. But Right. Um, yeah. I don't know. I don't really. I don't really care for him getting cut. I just... I wish he would have got suspended or something else like that. I say the celebration was uh, smoking. Okay. It was awesome. I thought it was great. And you know me, I'm an advocate for uh, for legalization of cannabis. I've brought it up a few times on this show. Um, I thought it I thought it was entertaining. <laughs> I, I love that he said, stay zapped, my friend. Stay zapped. <laughs> that to me is like <laughs> incredible. He was sitting there thinking of that when he came over. Oh, yeah. He's oh, like, yeah. I'm going to light this joint, and then I'm going to tell this guy to stay zapped. So I, I thought the celebration itself was awesome. I I really enjoyed that, and I thought it was it was unique. It's probably the one of the uh, ballsiest celebrations I've ever seen in football. And we've seen some good ones. Joe Horn signing the football. Oh, no, Joe Horn was the cell phone. Uh, Terrell Owens signing the football, but no, nothing beats uh, pulling out a big old J. And uh, lighting her up and then giving it to a guy on the sideline and telling him to stay zapped. My buzzword for uh, the suspension, I, I would say definitely it's, a, it's expected. Not that, I, not that I totally agree with it, but it, you broke a law so you, and you broke league policy, you broke venue policy, you broke like every policy you could break. So yeah, you're, I don't think they had any choice but to cut the guy. Unfortunately, and I don't think it's gonna. It's gonna. Your career is not really affected. You're playing in the FCF, right? They're, those guys nobody's, aren't making any money anyway. Nobody's scouting FCF games. These games are for fan entertainment, pretty much only, and it's fun to watch. Uh, and I mean, Michael Vick's actually playing in it this week. Is he? He is. Um, FCF's fun to watch, but I don't think this really ruins the guy's career. I don't think he was making a ton of money, so I think it's honestly, it's probably. It might even make him more money. He might end up with a with a cannabis endorsement. Yeah, with this, might sign with a better arena football team or something like that. You maybe, never know. maybe Get back in the instead of two fifty a month, you make five hundred a month. Yeah. You know, you never know. Good for him though. This was a this was a genius genius move on his part. He's building his brand, and he also said he was advocating for legalizing of cannabis. So, I think he I think he got his point across. Yeah. Our next topic, Dustin. We bring up WWE a little bit. You know me, I dabble. I dabble in my WWE But everyone knows Ric Flair. Ric Flair, who is 73, is gearing up for his in-ring return ahead of his final wrestling match this summer. The Nature Boy is retiring from in-ring action, but at 73 years old, he is going to get in the ring for his final match of his storied career. He has been working out. He posted on Instagram. He's doing the ropes. He's doing workouts. This man's in tip-top shape for somebody who's 73. He's still yoked. Oh, yeah. He's still got it. He's still yoked. Um, so my, I want to get, there's videos of him, like, 
putting guys in holds, slamming guys in his training sessions. I mean, at 73 years old, that's incredible. I want to hear your buzzword for Ric Flair getting ready for his final match at 73 years old. Woo! I like it. Woo! I love it, man. Um, yeah, th- I think there was a video that he released, too, of him in the ring with somebody not too long ago. Um, just practicing and kind of getting some reps in. And, uh, you know, I don't person. I watch WWE clips like on Facebook or YouTube or whatever, but I don't mm-hmm. actually like sit down and watch the WWE, but I still respect what, uh, these athletes do cause they are athletes. And honestly, out of any quote unquote sport, they probably put in the most work because I mean, it is a year around gig where you are putting in work consistently, putting your body through torture. And it's not just the televised events either, because they tour around the country, and they they do these matches not just on Raw and SmackDown, but they do these for people all around the country that aren't televised too. Right. Like Even like the superstars. Right. And, uh, you know, not only are they great athletes who are putting their body through trauma and this and that, but they're also really good actors. Very good. Very actors. good actors. And they have to go. They have to learn a new script every single time they go out there. You have to mm-hmm. learn, you know, what's going to happen in the ring and and this and that. And I was actually watching some videos the other day of how referees get involved in like the and they're little, trained too. they are trained as well. Yeah. And they know what's going on. And, um, you know, there's certain points in the match where a referee will like tap a wrestler or something and you don't notice it. But then like when someone's actually pointing this out, you're like, oh, so this is how this all runs. This is how this works. This is how they know when to do this and that. It's uh. WWE is an awesome sport. It is. Um, it's some of the most acrobatic and athletic stuff you yeah. can watch. It if, just, you, uh, if you don't like the storylines, and you can you can ignore the storylines, but once they get in the ring, not with the fake punches and the fake kicks, but like when they're actually throwing each other around and everything like that, it's so impressive. It is. It is. You know, it, I had a buddy of mine because I, I asked him. I was like, "Man, how do you? How are you into WWE? How are grown men and women?" into WWE and he goes it's just like how you like watching movies yep he goes it's a movie mm-hmm. and uh, it's just you just enjoy the storyline you enjoy how it plays out and that's what you watch it for yeah quit taking it so seriously right. too for me I get such a kick out of watching the acrobatics and it's really cool because I, I got to go backstage not backstage but in the locker room when I was working in minor league baseball and I saw how they prep and they actually have to feel safe with the other person or they will not wrestle. Right. The other person's uh, health is in their hands. Um, and they actually are sitting there and they re- remember every move they're doing and they go over it right before. And it's move after move. Those matches, they last 15, 20 minutes. Yeah, they do. And they remember every single move that they're doing. It's amazing. It is amazing. I've got a ton of buzzwords for this. It's styling, profiling, limousine riding, jet flying, Kiss stealing, wheeling, dealing, because Ric Flair is a son of a gun, baby. <laughs> Ric Flair is a legend. He, um, His daughter, Charlotte, is in uh, WWE now, and she's like one of the biggest, um, one of the biggest female stars of uh, WWE. Um, it's crazy. I didn't even know Ric Flair was still wrestling. I think he does it very few and far between. But he yeah, deserves yeah. a proper send-off. There's guys who are still wrestling. Hulk Hogan, I don't know if he's still wrestling, but he had been. Hulk Hogan's still yoked, too. Uh, you, you still see, like, uh, Stone Cold Steve Austin every now and then. The Rock Goldberg, comes back every now and then. Goldberg comes yeah. back. But, I mean, Hogan and Flair, they're old. They are old guys. Imagine 73 years old, you know, and you hear the term, you hear 73 and 20 years ago, you're like, that's that's pretty old. But now it's like, Ric Flair's doing this. 
you know, and he's in great shape. And I think it's, I, it's pretty cool. I, I may, I may have to tune in. I don't even know what it'll be on. If it's on a pay-per-view, I probably won't tune in, but if it's on like raw or SmackDown, I'd be down to see Ric Flair's last match. I'm sure we could see highlights on Twitter and stuff, but uh, good luck to the man. He's brought a lot, a lot of memories to the people in uh, in wrestling and wrestling fans all over. So I hope it, I hope it's incredible. I'm wondering who he's wrestling though. I didn't even look. I have no clue. Could not tell you. We'll find out. We'll Someone give an update. Know. We'll give an update because I'm sure after it happens, we'll talk about it. All right, we're moving to the world of hip hop. Chicka, chicka. Chicka, chicka. You know me. I'm a big rap guy, so you let me pick topics today, so it's my turn to talk about a little rap action. But you like this rapper, I think. Uh, Eminem has dropped the 20th anniversary extended, expanded edition, I should say. It's called the expanded edition of the Eminem show. His album that included Without Me, Till I Collapse, uh, Sing for the Moment. Some absolute classic bangers from Eminem were on this album. And he is now... Uh, 20 years later, released the expanded edition, which includes um, some never-before-released songs that are kind of B-side songs, and uh, some instrumentals, which actually could come in handy if you're making a nice hype video. Right. Um, and uh, some some live stuff as well. It's I'm, I'm looking forward to listening to more of it. I already listened to some. He actually uh, even has an old Jadakiss uh, diss. He, he had some beef back in the day with Jadakiss and then ended up being a, uh, that diss would, uh, um, would, oh no, it was a Ja Rule diss, but it would end up, so yeah, Ja Rule. Ja Rule and Eminem went at it, and then it ended up involving Jadakiss, Busta Rhymes, and our boy, Fat Joe. <laughs> our boy, Fat Joe. <laughs> Fat Joe's in all the beef. But uh, that song is out, um, that song is called Bump Heads, and I've listened to that one, and it's a banger. I want to get your buzzword for uh, Eminem coming up, coming out with the expanded edition of his uh, for the 20th anniversary of the Eminem show. The goat, he's the goat. The goat. I agree. He's I the don't goat. like. I don't listen to a lot of rap. Um, the few rappers I do listen to, um, Eminem. Eminem is like my number one. Drake. Yep. I listen to some Juice World, Young Gravy, and um, like XXX. Those are about the only oh, rappers yeah. I really listen to. Sometimes Future. Or, Future's uh, son just graduated high school. Did he really? I didn't know Future was that or old. Or NBA young boy. He's okay. NBA young boy. <laughs> <laughs> that guy's like killed people. Yeah, I, I don't know. <laughs> but those are like the only rappers I listen to, and that's if I listen to rap. But uh, I've always enjoyed Eminem's rapping. My uh, my mom and dad, my dad's like a hardcore rock and roll, like more like classic rock and heavy metal guy, um, and he likes Eminem. And then my mom, she's like full-blown country and she loves Eminem. Her favorite song is Slim Shady. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The real Slim Shady. Yeah. Oh, she yeah. loves that song. But uh, he's a goat, man. I'm happy to see some more, like, um, younger Eminem come out and some yeah. of these archived, uh, you know, rap songs from when he was really busting them out and doing his thing. Yeah, yeah. So that song, and I showed you a little bit of it. Right. It, it's classic Eminem. It's good. Yeah, it is classic Eminem. Uh, and the song actually has 50 Cent on it, which gets me excited because I, I love I love Fiddy too. Go shawty. It's, it's your, your birthday. birthday. And I, I love Fiddy Cent. But yeah, this album I think is going to be really good. Uh, from what I've listened to, it's they've got some classic Eminem, some, uh, some good stuff. I think my buzzword for it would be Shadylicious. I made that up. Shadylicious. Shadylicious. This is bringing back old Slim Shady Eminem. I love old Slim Shady Eminem. He is 
Eminem back in the day was the most controversial artist, but somehow he just sold records all the time. Like Six Nine wishes he was as controversial as Eminem used to be. Eminem, and, but the thing is with Eminem, like Six Nine starts beef and he does his disses, but Eminem disses a dude and he buries him. Like their career is over. MDK, Other than he got he got kind of bodied by Pusha T a little bit. Pusha T bodies a lot of people. Like low key, Pusha T kind of slammed Eminem. Pusha T bodied Drake. Bad. Bad. What, wait, he got into it with Pusha, or Eminem got into it with Pusha T, did, did he? he? Or maybe I'm thinking of Drake. Drake he, he bought Cause, Drake cause, because... Because Eminem went after, he he destroyed Machine Gun Kelly's rapping career. Yeah, he went from <laughs> Machine Gun Kelly to Machine okay, Gun Kelly. Okay, no, Karen. so I was thinking about Pusha T and Drake, sorry. Yeah, Pusha T bodied Drake, like bad. Yeah. Like, yeah. literally made Drake admit he had a kid. Yeah. <laughs> like, that's so all he's bad like, it was. you're afraid to show it. Um, but, uh, no... Yeah, he made <laughs> Machine Gun Kelly become Machine Gun Karen. I saw that meme. I thought that was funny, and it's true. Uh, now he's drinking Megan Fox's blood. He's he's I bodied. Mean, who would, to be honest? <laughs> no, <laughs> uh, he's bodied all kinds of guys. He uh, and it's just throughout his career. He's done it to Jada Kiss. He's done it to Ja Rule. Uh, he he really nobody is off limits with with uh, with Eminem. And so he was, and he's always brought up controversial topics, and he's, uh, there's so many people who just would not, they, he would get protested and everything. But when it's all said and done, people listen to Eminem now, and people are going to be excited about hearing some old school Eminem that they'd never heard before. All right, our last buzzword topic. This one gets freaky. Are you ready for this one? Yeah, I'm ready. Let's do it. All right, so coming out of California again with the weird animal behavior. Gardeners, gar, so this is, um, so gardeners are have been warned that an invasive worm, also known as the Asian jumping worm, could be wiggling around a garden near you. These worms are known for their insatiable appetite and ability to jump a foot in the air. These worms, true to their name, they jump and thrash immediately when handled, behaving more like a threatened snake than a worm. Sometimes even breaking and shedding their tail when caught. And uh, they've been known to jump off the ground or out of bait cans. So people, so these things look exactly like an earthworm. They have been described as an earthworm's evil twin. Oh, no. They eat just about anything. They're an invasive species. And, of course, when you get a bait can and they can't tell the difference, you're going to get a worm that just jumps a foot in the air. Apparently, they just jump a foot in the air. They're jumping around. They're thrashing. They can break away their tail. These sound like a nightmare to me. I I want your buzzword. Before I give you my buzzword, it's scary. I'm scared to death. Um, I'm also scared of worms. You're scared of worms? Yeah, like seriously. Did you ever have to like go in like biology class and like not just dissect worm, but like when I was in college, uh, we actually went worm hunting. So, um, my sister loves animals, right? Yeah. And a big animal person. There's a picture of her. Like, so we had like some flooding back home and... Actually, we were still in high school. This wasn't like during 2019. This was, she was probably maybe in junior high. I was like sophomore, junior in high school, something like that. And we had like all this flooding everywhere. Like the ditches were flooded and she just goes into the ditch, starts picking up worms, dude. I I bet you she had 500 worms probably. 500 worms? I mean, this is like, this was like more than one day of looking for worms and she had them in these big boxes and she was selling them. Entrepreneurship right there. Oh, selling bait? Yeah. Nice. So, she, I mean, and, and she would, like, pick them up, and there was just 
hundreds. It was like a, it was like an episode of Fear yeah, Factor. Yeah, I'll, I'll find the picture of her doing that. I'll show it. We'll put it on the we'll put it on our Twitter. Outside Scoop Pod, by the way, on Twitter. Go give us a follow. Um, and I'm just deathly afraid of them. Like I don't want to be around them. Like if I see one on the ground, I'm like jumping out of the way. So to know that there's worms that can now jump a foot in the air when they're scared and you know whatever, no, oh, that freaks me out. I don't. I'm, I'm scared how they jump. That's what's freaking. Yeah, I don't out. know. That's See, also scary. And so I actually have like a phobia of frogs and toads. I don't know if you do. You, do you have issues of frogs and toads or no? Um, no, not really. Kind of toads because I heard they like they can give you warts and stuff. Well, the, a toad will pee in your hand right. if you like pick it up. I don't know if it gives you. I, I've heard that. I don't know if that's true. But anything that jumps like that. I'm I'm freaked out by so like if a worm if a worm jumps like a foot in the air I'm like I'm gonna be like what is going on I think it's a uh, I think it's nightmare fuel There's a lot of people who are afraid of worms um, I think th- I think what would be the worst part though is like this is real life worm in a can or mm-hmm. snake in a can You uh, like you I'm not afraid of regular worms I I pick them up I have no problem with them They're gross but you know I pick them up no problem They, they just they just crawl on you It's not a big deal but like if one's like jumping around or like you open your bait can mm-hmm. and one just jumps at you like that oh, would like hit you in the face like yeah, just scare the face. crap out of me it would, it's like snake in a can I, I I okay have you heard you've seen a snake in yeah, a can yeah 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 like yeah the little prop things yeah, yeah. It'd, be, it'd be like that to me I I wouldn't like that no um, it's like fishing like fish jumping like the Asian carp yeah that jump out of the water and hit you in the face i don't like they that they whack you too yeah no i'm not a big fan yeah so this worm but the worst part is they're just invasive and they eat everything they just eat everything so uh they it's it's kind of like if you have a, a pest you need to report them so actually they are native to east asia particularly japan and the korean peninsula and these worms began arriving in the united states in the early 1900s tucked away in the soil of potted plants according to the u.s department of agriculture and so, since then the worms have wiggled their way across the u.s and now can be found in at least 34 states so who invited them here the, um i think they came by accident it looks like they were accidentally tucked away into the soil of potted plants that were getting delivered from uh, japan and korea yeah, i don't like that i don't like that that was early 1900s i'm not a big fan these worms have been jumping around for a while i'm not a big fan jackson i don't blame you all right, well, that will do it for Buzzword. We're going to head into WWID with Scotty Millard. But first, if you want to sponsor the podcast, 175 bucks a month. You can be a part of the podcast. You can, you'll can you have a commercial. You'll get reads on live radio across our stations. You'll get uh, reads in our podcast. You'll get special thanks. We'll, we'll even thank you on Twitter. We'll <laughs> even thank you on Twitter. We'll put your logo out there. We'll thank you. Um, get get a hold of me, 605-224-8686, or shoot me an email, jacksonbruce at dakotaradiogroup.com. Coming up, we got Scotty Millard, the uh, sports writer for the Capital Journal, somebody I've known quite a while. We're going to talk to him about how his career, his photography, and uh, get into some WWID. We'll see. It'll be a good one. It, it'll be, it will be a good one. And uh, Short Stock will be on later as well for his normal where you at, what you hauling. And uh, if you haven't yet, make sure to go give us a follow on our podcast at Outside Scoop Pod. So we're trying to grow the Twitter. We're trying to get some followers, mm-hmm. which is nice. So if you're on Twitter, go give us a follow. We'll follow you back probably, maybe if yeah. you're lucky. Yeah, we're not. We're not. We want to get. Well, listen, we got it. We got to support the OGs, the day we ones, for when we get on Barstool Sports someday. That's right. That's right. All right, we'll, we'll be, be right back. back. Scotty Millard's on the way right here on the Outside Scoop. Welcome back to the Outside Scoop. Since I'm running the show today, because Dustin hasn't done anything. I'm, right, we're we're here, <laughs> we're here uh, doing WWYD. 
with our special guest, the GOAT of sports writing here in Pierce, South Dakota. Capital Journal extraordinaire. Best friends with John Winkler from the other station. <laughs> Unbelievable. <laughs> Shout out, John, though. John's a great guy. My dude, Hill City's finest. Presho's finest? Presho? Y- yes. Presho's finest, Scotty Millard, here oh. today. Oh, my gosh. I, I, Wow. I'm flattered. Is that a Hill City hat you got on? Uh, it has Smokey the Bear. It, on it's it. Smokey the Bear. Uh, Smokey the Bear is our mascot. Only only high school allowed to have Smokey yep. the Bear is the mascot. Yep. Really? Yes. Oh yeah. And, 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 and we graduated at Mount Rushmore. No big deal. No biggie. Oh, I was just at Mount Rushmore for your wedding. You you well for the first aroundish. You were you you well, went the, to it though. Yeah. The you day went after. To it. Yeah. My sophomore year, we got our prom paid for by Disney. Wow. Oh. Wow. This guy's a big deal. Oh yeah, because they, they they had to film National Treasure two there at that time, yes. so it was like that's true. Yes. National Treasure two, yeah, you saw National Treasure two, right? Yeah. yeah what I've is it? it? What's the uh, um, what's what's the place that's in Mount Rushmore? Like the restaurant? No, the uh, in the movie the. I, I, the I can't vault. lie, I've never actually seen the movie. You haven't? No. Oh man, they, it's like the Hall of Records. I can't remember yes. what it's called. Yeah. It's something like that. Anyway. Scotty, we're going to interview you a little bit, get to know you, and then we're going to do some WWYD. How does that sound? All right. So you cover sports all around the area. You got, I believe I've seen you cover Lyman County before. Yep. Because Lyman's where you're originally from, right? Yep. And then you cover Pierce Sports, Stanley County Sports, Oneida. Do you used to cover any Oneida? Yeah. Okay. Do you cover any Gettysburg? Uh, no, they're a little bit too far north. Okay, if you need Gettysburg that's, stuff, that's my neck Dustin, of the woods. Dustin yeah. will talk to you about that. But covering all these kids, what's your favorite part about covering high school athletics in this area? Ooh, that is. Uh, it's usually the, uh, you know, kind of how close knit the community is, mm-hmm. and how like you know if something is up, they'll usually take care of their own. I I, I kind of like that aspect of it. Not a big fan of. Uh, Getting nasty emails like I do sometimes. Nobody even knows our email address, so we don't even it gets get nasty. nasty in the emails. <laughs> oh. It gets nasty because Scotty's email is like public. Ours, yeah. nobody even really knows it. <laughs> no, no one really cares. <laughs> no, no, they don't. No. We just... But with Scotty, like, yeah, that's got to be frustrating. Oh but yeah. Overall, you think it's pretty rewarding? Oh yeah. Good, good. Um, my next question for you is: it comes to a different aspect of your uh, of your career. Uh, and your profession is your photography. Now, um, I've known you now for almost five years, mm-hmm. and I got to tell you, man, your photography has gone like from zero to a hundred. Like, oh wow, I was that bad. No, huh? your photo of his <laughs> no, dad of, of, yeah, oh, of that Andy. Was great. That was I a good say photo. Zero to we'll say sixty to a hundred. Yeah, sixty to hundred. I would say you were okay, but now like your photography is pretty oh. awesome. Like when it came to your photography. Because uh, I know you had the guy from Kentucky. I think his name was Joseph. Yes. Uh, and then he's he he left, and now you are again in charge of photography. I know you did some photography before even when he was here, but like, how did you hone that craft? What what was uh, what? How did you improve so much? Because I not like I said, it wasn't bad, but man, now your photography is fantastic. You just gotta you're, get you're the great. reps in. Gotta get the reps. You in. just gotta get the reps, and you gotta keep trying. You gotta you know mess with the settings a little bit. You know, you got to find your right settings. You know, I'm I'm nowhere near like a Bob Grand Prix or... Oh, Bob's great. Or uh, Brandon Campia levels, but, you know, I 
hold my own. We have some great photographers in this area too. Michelle Mop and Barrett, another great one. She's the official, uh, one of the official photographers for the trap. And then Tom Pluster does some yep. awesome photography too. And Sky does some awesome photography. All three take pictures at our games. We are thankful for all of that. It's really, they just do a fantastic job of action shots and crowd shots. Shots of my dad thinking about how much better looking I am than and Tyler in the background. Tyler in the background. Well, his belly in the background with a Bud Light, not a Bud Light Celsius. No, it, you know, Scotty was giving me some crap yesterday because I had a Bud Light. He goes, I'm surprised it's not a Bud Light Seltzer. I was like, that's a low blow. Dude, we were actually, John Hunt, the GM, was talking to me about what we should get for beer. I was like, Bud Light Ultra. I was like, Bush Light for sure. Got to have Bush Light. And he's like, well, what do you think about seltzers? I was like, you're better off with White Claws. Nobody buys Probably. Bud Light seltzers. Except for Dustin. I was like, but I, Dustin... Listen, I bought one. I bought one, and ever since then, it's been this running joke that I just constantly drink Bud Light seltzers. No, you, you have not just bought one. What do you mean? You've bought multiple at the Crossing. I bought two, maybe, at and most then, at the Crossing. I remember. Remember when we went over to the American Bar, and we were, it was me, you, and John Sterling? You remember that black cherry? No, I don't. Celsi? I don't I, yeah, he does. Look I don't remember this He remembers day. that Bud Light Celsi he got. Black cherry, I remember it. And then I made fun of you because I was drinking real beer. You're literally wearing a Bud Light Seltzer hat. That's because that's that's I'm forced to. I'm forced to wear this hat. <laughs> I bought it for him. Ridiculous, uh, this guy. Oh, man. All right. And la one last question for you, Scotty, before we get into the, the really fun stuff. The juicy oh stuff. Um, out of... I'm gonna. This is. I'm gonna. I'm gonna get him in trouble here. Yeah, you out of, are. <laughs> out of every athlete that you have covered in Central South, or just in your career, who's your favorite one to cover? Every athlete. Out of every athlete that you've covered, Pierre, Fort Pierre, uh, Lyman, well, anybody. I, I'm partial to my nephews down in Lyman personally. Great answer right here. Um, you know, Ty and and Zach Oldenkamp. Give them a shout out. Oh yeah, but um. Aside from people that aren't related to me, uh, first person that comes to mind is Peyton Zabel. PZ. That's my yeah. guy. That's my guy. Oh, yeah. Former former trapper. So shout out to PZ. He probably doesn't listen. He's too busy at Texas State right now. Oh, yeah. He's, he's, got, he's got championships to win. He's got a championship to win, but Peyton came, down, came out here to Pierre, and you covered his debut. Yep. Which, that was an electric night. Oh, yeah. That was an electric night. That was a good time. So, um, actually, I think we got time for one more question. Uh-oh. <laughs> is this a good one? Yeah, yeah. I want to know because right. I'm curious because right. of, of my career. What is – oh, you you oh, probably, oh, 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 he's I, probably I, got some more I, athletes. I, 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 well, no, I had a, a retort from one of your uh, one of your guys' overrated things. Oh. Oh. Um, you guys forgot to mention Kirk Cousins. I don't think Kirk Cousins is overrated. I think, he just, I think we all know he sucks. No, I think Kirk Cousins is underrated. Oh what? As what? a Packer fan, I like Dude, you Kirk are Cousins. such an L. Oh, yeah, yeah. As a Packer fan, you love no, Kirk Cousins, I don't, don't like, you? I don't like Kirk Cousins like I like Jay Cutler. Oh, man. Yeah. I, I like Kirk Cousins because I think, honestly, that he has been a victim of Mike Zimmer's offense. He made me hate the Vikings. Kirk Cousins did? Yes. I hate the Vikings because all my friends Shout like out to Vikings. my boy Alex McGuigan. If I'm going to tell you to listen to this podcast so that you can fume over how these guys hate Kirk Cousins, but I got your back. So remember that when you start to slander Aaron Rodgers Dude, next time. Have you guys ever hated a team because your best friend likes them? Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. That's oh, the yeah. Vikings for me. The Broncos oh. for me. Yeah. I, I, yeah. My, 
I guess some of my best friends are Vikings fans. So yeah, I, but I already hate the Vikings. But yeah, you you I don't hate the Vikings as much as I hate the Bears, and that makes Vikings fans mad. They want us to hate them like we hate the Bears, but it's like no, the Obviously, Bears at least have won something. It's kind of like um, when Colorado fans get mad that like Husker fans don't talk about the Buffs. Like they're like, oh, you're supposed to be our rival. Because it means so much more. It means so much more to me to be a rival of the Huskers. Just like Oklahoma State gets mad at Oklahoma because right. Oklahoma could care more about Texas. Right. Oh, exactly. Yeah. That's what I mean. Yeah. Right there. You're the, when you're the little brother of a different rival, that's, that's it's, like, it's insulting. And the Vikings are the little brother to the Bears uh, for the Packers' hatred to the Bears. Listen, we have a renewed rivalry with Nebraska. The old one is non existent anymore. Gone. Colorado has not lost Nebraska since the renewed Colorado rivalry. Is, Thank you. Colorado is consistently better than Nebraska for the first time, like ever, in the last 10 years. I would say consistently better, not just like a year-to-year basis, but like just consistently right. better. Yeah. Right. Well, last question, Scotty, uh, that I was getting into. Um, what is your favorite Trapper moment that Ooh. you covered? Oh, that I covered. Okay. I, I was going to... Or you could say that just ever, because, I mean, you've been to games as fan, too. What's your favorite Trapper moment that you've experienced? Are, are we including post-game things? As long as it's appropriate. Okay. <laughs> okay. So, well, it, well get, 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 oh, okay. PG thirteen. PG thirteen. So as long as there's not like getting my name chanted at at uh, at St. Charles. Oh, after we won after, the beef after, cup. After the beef cup. Oh yeah. Oh, dude, oh my the god. Was that getting nasty over there dude, at St. Charles? Night, the beef cup, dude. That was just the beginning of the night too, because we were, we ended up at the Chuck. Oh no. We ended up over next door to the Chuck. Yeah, we don't talk about that place. Things were going in the cup. Yeah. That weren't just alcohol. It was just wild. Oh, yeah. It was fun, though. It was fun. But, like, on the field, do you have a favorite on-field uh, oh, moment? On the field? Because um, I love that moment that you just spoke of. That's yeah. one of my favorites. Yeah, I, I still have videos of uh, of Tanner and Jake singing on my phone. Oh. <laughs> um, but uh, probably, I mean, that, that no-hitter last year was pretty great. That is one of the few Trapper moments that I have not been around for. Really? Yeah, because I only went to about five games last year. Yeah, I'll- I was playing softball, hitting singles. <laughs> <laughs> I need to hit the weight room bad. But, no, I heard the no-hitter was awesome. It was, oh, yeah. Last season was not great, so that, to have that big bright spot was good. Yeah. So, all right, you ready to get into WWID? All right, let's do it. All right, here we go. We're coming for you. All right, so first WWID topic, a copy of the book Annie Annie returned to a library after 46 years. The Owasso Library in Oklahoma has gotten back its copy of, bo- uh, of the book Annie Annie by author Molly Cohn, 46 years after it was due. The library uploaded a f- picture to Facebook, which shows the book and it's lightly damaged, which, I mean, the book was 46 years overdue. So if it's lightly damaged, I saw the picture, it's not that bad. The book, the inside the book also contained a card because, you know, they used to just stamp the date instead of just scanning it for Dustin, Gen Z, I had to let him know. Grow up. <laughs> Card noted that the book was originally due on September 8th, 1976. And as old as I am, I, to Dustin, I, am, I was not born then. Anyway. Neither was I. What is something that you have yet to return that needs to be returned? And how long has it been in your possession? Scotty, let's start out. I... I, I still have a red box copy of Frozen that I haven't returned. Oh, oh Frozen. No. Frozen. Yeah. Like when it, like, because Redbox keeps movies a long time. Like, was this when Frozen first came out? Yeah. 
So, like, we were still in college. It's a yeah. prized possession right there when it first came out. Oh, man. Like, what do you think your late fees are right now? Have you <laughs> have you been able to do Redbox since then? Well, yeah. Oh, they, oh, do oh, they, so they know? They don't oh, wait, care? Do they do, they do uh, late fees at Redbox? I, uh, no, I don't think so. Oh, so you can just keep it? I think oh. so. I, well, I think after a certain period of time, if you just have it, you, you own it. Oh, I've never, I've never like actually went through Redbox before. Oh, you haven't? Redbox no. is nifty. That's what uh, Justin and I do uh, when we're just, hey, well, let's do something. Because it's like two bucks yeah. to rent oh. a movie out of Redbox. And you just you get it out of the slot. And then uh, when, you, when you're when you done with it, next day you return it into the slot. It's at Walmart, you know? Yeah. I'm pretty sure after like 21 days or something, you own it. That's not a bad deal. For two bucks. Oh, for two bucks. Dang. So yeah. you now own Frozen. Yeah. And it's still in its original red box. Oh yeah, it's container. still it's still got the the little marking around the around the middle. Yeah, Scotty's a thief. He's I, a thief. Scotty's a red box thief. man. Arrest this Arrest man now. Man. Oh, Jess actually stole something from Target. Oh, oh, time. oh big time. Oh. I'll, I'll tell the juice on that one quick. So we were in Target, and uh, she went to go scan an item, and it didn't have a tag on it. Like it didn't have a price tag. It just had partial tag, and the the barcode was off it. So I'm like sitting there like kind of just waiting for her because you know how it is. You take your, at the time, girlfriend to Target. Right. It's just like, okay, like hurry this up. And so I didn't notice. And then I just watched her like fiddle with it and then just throw it in the bag. And like as we're walking, I was like, Jess, you're, you're a criminal. Like the whole weekend, I was like, you're a criminal. You're going you stole to jail. This. You're a criminal. And then all of a sudden, like it was so funny because we get like two blocks out of Target. And uh, a cop like pulls, pulls in behind us. It's like, they got you now. She is stolen from Target. She she's a thief. What about you? Though? Me? What do I got? I've got so about two years ago, I I, uh, I borrowed this book from Scotty. Oh my God, you did! <laughs> <laughs> oh, no wonder why you brought this story up. I, I borrowed this book about the USFL from Scotty, and it's two years overdue. Scotty occasionally reminds me, but today he didn't have to remind me because. Uh, Oh, no way. Oh, look at this. <laughs> look at this. Look at this guy right here on the podcast. He's got no it in the bag, taking way. it out. The oh. book, handing it over to Scotty look right that. now. Look at this. <laughs> and it's it, and it's not lightly damaged. It's no. in good condition. Um, So it is now returned. Nice. Right here on the podcast. You heard it here first, <laughs> folks. All the loans that I have out, though, <laughs> I, I still owe a bunch of my student loans, so... I guess I, I still owe the, the government that money. Right. Yeah, well, you might not true. pretty soon. There's rumors that Joe Biden is going to forgive $10,000 in student loan debt to every single borrower. That's what I've heard. I wish Scotty would have just forgiven wow. me for this book. Right. But well, I got will it back you forgive him, him, Scotty, right oh, now? Oh, of course. Well, oh. Oh, no interest involved, baby. Yeah. You got <laughs> no book interest back. involved. What about you, Dustin? So I actually have a story. And uh, shout out to my mother because she heard the condom story. I didn't know she listened to the podcast that much. Oh. I got a phone call immediately. immediately. She goes, you did what? <laughs> Your father found what? So, uh, yeah, I had to explain that. So thanks for that topic. Um, but um, no, this is a story about my mom. Love her to death. She is the sweetest woman on the face of the earth. And I've always uh, told females that I'm talking to, like, you, you will have the best, like, in-laws ever in the world. My parents are just amazing people. But my mother, just don't, you can't get on her bad side. So I had this. Uh, I know someone who got on her bad side. You do? Yeah. Oh. T-Sizzle. T-Sizzle has gotten on her bad side yeah, more than once. Yeah, boy. <laughs> and um, so I was a little kid. We had this like library in town. It kind of relates to the story a little bit. And uh, I, I didn't bring this book back for like a week and a half. And so I brought it back. 
And um, I don't remember if I didn't have the money for the late fee or what, but they wouldn't let me check out another book. Mm -hmm. I got upset and went home and told my mom. So my mom showed up to the library with the change in her hand. She did not because it was like a dollar or whatever. Yeah, you know. library fines are so small. Yeah, they are. But my mother is a petty woman, very petty woman. And if her kids can't check out a book after they return the last one, there's going to be a problem. She's like, I taught him how to read. He needs to be able to have the right to read. Yeah, absolutely. And so she took the change that I owed for this late fee. Didn't bring a dollar and change. No, she all change. pennies? She, yeah. Went up to this librarian, threw the change in her face, and then walked out. And so I have been publicly banned from the library back home since. And that's why you can't read anymore. Yeah. That's tough. So I can't read. That's so tough. I, that's why my reading was hindered. Over like 101 cents. Yep. Unreal. And so that's the story behind that. I actually had one overdue library book, and I remember uh, my mom's like, you have to return it. Take your wallet with you. And I was like, okay. So I go into the library on Wednesday, and I'm like, hey... You know, I'm like 10. They're like, I'm like, hey, I got this book. You're going to bankrupt me. And they're like, oh, yeah, well, good thing you brought it today. It's free fine Wednesday. Free fine Wednesday? Bam. Yes. Free no fine way. Wednesday. This guy got away every, with it. If, I don't know if it's still going on because I haven't been in Rollins Library in 15 years. <laughs> but I'm telling you, free fine Wednesday. If they're still doing it, hit it up. Hit it up. I love that. That's a good idea. It's a hell of a deal. It is, especially for you little thieves. Yeah. Scotty. Red, well, I, I think the Red Box Bandit, I, Scotty Millard. I, I think they uh, they charge you like every day for Red Box. So it, eventually it came out to be like $21. So. I mean, the Frozen DVD at one point is probably That'd be worth it right now still. See, yeah, like, this is the thing about Disney DVDs, though. Like, they don't go down in price unless no. the movie absolutely flops. Like, unless it's like Cars 3. And they just like whatever. do not diss on cars ever again, dude. Cars, cars, cars is the worst franchise that Disney Pixar's ever made. Stop. Cars two is one of the worst movies I've ever seen. Ooh. You guys need to be stopped. Toy Story though, all four movies, goaded. Yep. Figured out. Let's move on. In California, people are have been warned to uh, lock up their lock up their houses, lock up their garages, hide your kids, hide your wife. Because there's bears everywhere out here. A bear, according to the California Sheriff's Office, um, was broken into, he had broken into a resident's garage and helped him slash herself to some dinner. The Placer County Sheriff's Office said the bear broke into the garage in North Lake Tahoe after apparently being drawn in by the smell of food. The Sheriff's Office posted a video to Facebook showing the bear eating the food it took from the garage in the front, in the front yard of the home. So, like, the bear, it didn't, like, stay in the house. It got the food and decided to have a little picnic out front. And the, the sheriff's office said, whether you are a local or on a, own a vacation home, please remember to keep your car and home, home doors always locked. And most importantly, do not leave any type of food or wrappers out. Somebody didn't listen. My question to you, you don't have to be a bear, just anything. What are you stealing out of someone's garage? What are you stealing, Scotty? <laughs> Ooh. Um, well, probably like, I don't know, probably like a refrigerator or something. 
Oh, he's going big he's time. Going big. He's not wasting any time, dude. Yeah. He goes, I'm taking the fridge. We'll yeah. be seeing you. We'll be seeing you. I got the fridge now, baby. Yeah, I, I, I don't know if I necessarily need all the contents that are in it, but I'll, I'll definitely take something. If the, what contents in the fridge? Like if there's if it's full of contents, what would you be keeping? Out of it, because you gotta go go for the gold, baby. If there's some good stuff in that fridge, you better be taking oh, that oh, too. Oh, if if it if it's got some like some beef, some Ooh. some Ooh, like yeah. uh, deer jerky or something. Okay, some, deer jerky is yeah. bussing. Be- deer yeah. jerky's good. Some beef sticks. Yep. Oh yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. If I if it was full of bush light, <laughs> I wouldn't touch it. Oh, Gross. Yeah, not not for me anymore. Yeah, disgusting. Scott, Scotty no longer drinks, so he would be he'd be cool with some mellow yellows, though, I'm sure. Uh, oh, him yeah. and Tyler. Him and Tyler could share some mellow yellows. Yeah, Tyler Tyler's got a problem. <laughs> Big problem. Mountain Dews, mellow yellows. Mm. I'm surprised he thinks he can drive home. <laughs> so so Scotty's taking a fridge. What are you taking? Uh, dude, I'm gonna I'm an animal. You're an animal. I'm not gonna be myself. Oh, because okay. you said like I, hypothetically I could be whatever I want, right? You can. What are like, you? Like a, a raccoon or a like a coyote or something. You're a raccoon. And uh, you don't want to be a coyote. Coyotes are scared. Raccoons, they're not scared. No. 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 Yeah, they're not scared. And they got thing. They got like thumbs. Yeah. I'm taking Tyler's leftover Domino's boxes. <laughs> <laughs> what are you gonna do with them, dude? He he leaves a crust. Oh. Yeah. Are you Tyler's a big crust big, guy? I love crust. Oh yeah. <laughs> Especially the garlic crust from Domino's. Sometimes, no, no, I'm just kidding. I was going to. love crust. <laughs> so, Dude. my little raccoon self is going to sneak into. He's a crusty It's not going to be. <laughs> I can't. Tyler's going to leave some crust in those Domino's boxes that are four weeks old, and I'm going to enjoy some. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe the McDonald's leftover <laughs> McDonald's hamburgers in the corner of the living room. Now I, now I, have, to, now I have to specify, like, when you say Tyler's crust, <laughs> what does it mean? Oh, a, God. Wait, 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 wait a minute. What? <laughs> when, you're, when you said Tyler's crust, <laughs> please specify that it's pizza, please. It's pizza. Okay, okay. The garlic crust, too. <laughs> okay. I'm glad, I'm glad it's uh, edible crust. It is. <laughs> Ooh. Uh, all right. Anyway, um, so I am going to be a person in 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 this, and uh, I've always wanted to get better at this. I want to go fishing, but I don't have any fishing stuff. So I, I'd probably take somebody's fishing stuff, some of the expensive fishing stuff. Though, like I'll be like sitting around, like I'll do my research on the internet. What's the good fishing stuff? And then I'll kind of like, you got to go down to those houses by the river. Oh yeah, yep. Yep. yeah. Go to the houses by the river, steal their stuff. They have their nice houses stuff. down there, by the way. Get some good, oh, yeah. get some good They're bobbers. Really nice. You know, be good. Yeah, that's what the bobber is going to be doing. Go, boop, boop. and then it'll just be bobbing up and down. Be catching some big old walleye. Is there some big old fish over here? Yeah, they got walleye, okay. um, and uh, there's a, there used to be a little salmon fishing up, that. up north. Love that. Uh, but yeah, walleye, bass. The Bassmaster was here. Yep. Back in 2018, they have the Bassmaster Classic stuff here. Oh, nice. Cool. Yep, up on Lake Oahe. Um, and then there's, you know, catch a little bluegill if you're feeling frisky. I'm always feeling frisky. <sighs> feeling. Just, throw, just throw away the carp. Yeah, just throw away the carp. Oh, yeah, of course. You're feeling we've got frisky, a, we've feeling got crusty. a bad carp problem and, like, gar problem in Nebraska. Oh, really? The gar are horrible. Ugh. Are they crusty? Come take a bite. I don't know. 
I know yourself. <laughs> <laughs> All right, our last WWID topic today is this one's impressive. Oh, I okay. Dustin, you were telling me that your uh, was it your cousin who bowled a three hundred? Uh, my sister's boyfriend. Sister's boyfriend, and he yeah. taught himself how to uh, bowl on YouTube, right? Pretty much, yeah. That's impressive. But it's not as impressive as this man, and of course, my computer just doesn't want to load the story. Oh, there we go. This man in Australia has managed to build himself his dream home simply by watching tutorial videos on YouTube that taught him the skills he needed to finish the job. Anthony Lawner from Yorktown, South Australia, began construction on the Mammoth Project in uh, Thailand. So he's, <laughs> he's, he's building a vacation home in Thailand. Holy crap. In wow. January 2020, as the COVID-19 pandemic hit, he was unable to travel back to Australia. So a 54-year-old photographer then spent almost two years working on the house before finishing it in December of 2021 with nothing but do-it-yourself guides online to help him navigate the task. He said when COVID hit, he, we couldn't get back to Australia as our flights were canceled. So I decided to use the time and build my own house with my own hands with no outfit help except YouTube. That's uh, very impressive. Wow. <laughs> you should see this house, too. It even has a bathhouse. He built a bathhouse. This thing has got a nice fence, and it's just, it's got a tiki bar with a Harley Davidson banner in it. That's it, impressive. It's got, if it's, there's a bar complete with 50s memorabilia. Like, this place is, it's like a- It's legit? It's legit. So, fellas, what are, what is, what are you, if you could learn to do anything on YouTube, what are you learning to do? Talk to women. You need he, help. With he that. got me. He got me there. You guys both need to talk to women. Yeah, I mean you've you've got that problem sewn up. Already. Yeah, can you can you teach us up. how to talk to women? Yeah, yeah, I can. Okay. Well, I, well, I don't I know if it's you guys so much. I told you guys how I how I my first conversation with Jess. Well, right, yeah, yeah, you told so me. So you that. probably don't want to talk to me about it. Well, I mean, okay, it's not so much a problem of talking; it's it's keeping a woman. Mm. Yes, I'm having problem keeping women. I can't. Well, I can you? talk to them. For you, I think you should find a woman that's in your hometown, in your own town, not hometown, own town. Because, like, the girls in your hometown are probably, like, related to you. <laughs> well, you know, for, for reference, I come from a village of 300 right, people. Right, that's what I'm so, saying. So, yeah, yeah. Um, I'm related to most of town. Right. But, yeah. Like, if you meet a girl, like, in town, I, where I, you can actually spend I time I am convinced with her? there is not a woman of my type in Pier or Fort Pier. You have, dude, you, you haven't, you haven't. I am convinced. Scotty, he hasn't been here in the summer yet. No, he hasn't. The women, they're everywhere. Oh, that, it, it's a different. The college girls are back. It's a different breed in the summer, bro. College girls are back. Yeah, people are, people are having fun. I will be back for Oahe days. Oh, you'll be, dude, you'll want to be around for summer because the, the girls are out. You can go to the beach. I, I, you know, you, the bikini babes everywhere. There's a beach here? There's beaches. Y yes. There's beaches? Yeah, they actually yes. have nice beaches here. Like legit, like a bunch of people go out? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh. Yeah, you can go down behind the hospital, which that one's okay. It's kind of rocky. But then you go out to like Farm Island. That's nice. Uh, Lake Sharp. That's nice. On Lake Oahe, you can go to Okobojo. That's a sick spot to go tent camping and to, um, to go swimming and all that. And there's ladies out. Get, right. get some get some PVC pipes. Play some beers, B. See, hey, hey, hey. play some uh, play some uh, can jam with the ladies. Cam jam. Can jam. You never play can jam? No. What's that? Can jam. It's like you got a frisbee. Oh yeah, we don't call it that though. It's not, it's water. No, no, it? it's not in the water. This is like a backyard game that you can play on the on the beach. You put you a, 
like a isn't that what beer can up no, on no, a no. can jam is so you got like um they kind of like look like oil drums okay and it's got a slit in it that's like that oh. and um you you have one person on each side from each team kind of like horseshoes and you th- you throw it and um the, the if you make it through the slot game over they win if you make it through the top um if you get it in it's like two points if you hit the um can it's one point and the person on the other side can try to hit it in stuff like that it's dude it's a blast we'll play it with my boy mcguigan he's got all right, all right. It, he's got glow in the dark can jam now whoa so anyway so you guys are that's that's your answer both of you for youtube you're gonna you need help talking to women yes we do yeah well my advice to you find a woman that isn't in a it was an state. accident first one wasn't okay. shout out Grand shout New out, Mexico. Shout out Grand New Mexico. Brutal. She's also, brutal. never mind. I was going to say something. We can't say can't it. Can't say it. Can't oh, say no. it. I'm going to say can't something about 12, but I'm not going to do it right now. 12. Blank 12. <laughs> <laughs> You're unreal. Yeah. Scotty, man. I just I just say keep shooting shots. Oh, yeah. Yeah, just keep shooting shots. Shoot be, or shoot. Be, oh, be yeah. your charming self. You know, just find that girl that you just, you just connect with and treat her right. Yeah. Treat her right. I mean, is she going to be as much of a smoke show as Jess? I don't know. Well, that's hard to do. Yeah. That's <laughs> Jess is a smoke She's show. She's hot. I almost stole Jess from you at your winning. You tried. I did try. She grabbed my hand. I didn't grab hers. I'll just say that, Jackson. Oh, Jess, don't forget we'll, that. We'll talk about it when we get home. If I, <laughs> <laughs> if I was to learn something on YouTube, I would learn probably how to solve a Rubik's Cube. That's a good one. That's a good one. I've never done it before. I've always thought I could, and then I just mess it up. It's hard. I Dude. used to have a Rubik's Cube at my grandpa and grandma's. It was not on the toilet, like the Wheel of Fortune game. But it was like, I would I would go, and I'd be like, oh, I'm getting close. and then. But there's like algorithms almost to solving a Rubik's Cube. I want to learn how to do that. I just don't have the time yet. So someday I will solve a Rubik's Cube. It's on the bucket list. Do you guys know how to tie a tie? Yes. Uh, I yeah. Actually, kind, I, I'm not very good at it, but yeah, I can do it if I, I have to. I actually, every time I tie a tie, I do a half Windsor, and I, I look at instructions on Google. I, I usually get the zip-up ties. Those are legit. Yep. No clip-ons, though, right? No, no clip-ons. Zip-up. Zip-up. I yep. like that. No clip-ons. Nope. My science teacher in eighth grade used to use a clip-on tie. Yank he, it. And he's like, before before you guys like make fun of me, just know, like if we have a chemical explosion and my tie starts on fire, I just take it off. I was like, yeah, that's pretty smart. All right, that should do it for WWYD. Scotty, do you got any shout-outs before you head on your way? Well, um, you know, I probably, you know, I mean, t- tune into my podcast as oh, well. Oh, yeah, yes, we got yes. the Scotty Knows Show. Yes, which we'll, we'll have to get, you've been on it, Dustin, you, you're invited. All mm-hmm. right, all right, I like that. Are you still doing Scotty's Crunchy Critiques? Oh, yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. It, it, Check it's, that just, out. it's just underneath the Scotty No Show banner now. Okay. I, I deleted all of my old uh, old videos, which means, unfortunately, I'm going to have to re-review Lil Nitro. Oh, so yeah. Uh, <laughs> he did the Lil Nitro, dude. It was the, it was, it was that, that had to have been your top viewed oh, yeah. video. Yeah, this, certain somebody bought that for my birthday. Bought it for his birthday because he's, he's like, if you're around and... Somewhere that has crazy candy or something that I can try. And Jess and I were at the candy shop in Rapid City, and they had the little nitro gummy bear. Scotty did not listen to me. I told him, bring milk. This thing's going to be hot. And he goes, it's just one gummy bear. How bad can it be? How bad it was, was bad. it, Scotty? Oh, it was it was uh, 
I I, <laughs> I don't know how to exactly explain how bad it we was. We thought he was going to throw up. It was yeah. scary. I love it All right, everybody Scotty Millard Thank you for coming on And listen to his podcast The Scotty Knows Show You can find it on Apple and Spotify Right? Uh, Apple, Spotify, uh, Amazon Like the tune in Or whatever it is And then we also have a YouTube page There we go Look at that We're plugging it We'll plug it We'll plug it on Twitter too All right, sounds good Scotty, appreciate the time We've got Shortstack on the line right now Everyone's favorite Subject, where you at? What you hauling? Short stack, let us know where you at. What you hauling right now, boys? I just got back home. I just got back home for the weekend. Oh, oh and it's time to celebrate, he said. I delivered uh zinc sulfate to Imperial, Nebraska, and I am home now with a cold beer calling my name. It's a bad day to be a Bud Light, bad, so, bad day to be a Bud Light, Jackson Bruce. <laughs> <laughs> this weekend it'll be a bad weekend to be a bush light get over yourself get over yourself figure it out i've got to share a story about short stack because um you know when i'm driving on the road or when short stack's driving we call each other we keep each other company that's what we do mm-hmm. and you know it might be a little creepyish for a 40 some year old man to be calling a 24 year old child but (laughs) (laughs) but you know what we do it and we don't care what other people think does he ever make you take your shirt off and flex no (laughs) sometimes no um but last night (laughs) we were on the it was like 1 30 in the morning short stack stops at a truck stop (laughs) and he goes in and the cashiers i guess there was more than one cashier and they looked alike and short stack goes hey you guys look alike and they go oh we're brothers and he goes, have you guys ever played stepbrother gets stuck in the washing machine before? And the one goes, no, we're legit brothers. Like, we're not stepbrothers. <laughs> and short stack goes, even better. <laughs> I tell you what, if you ever need entertainment, just get on the phone with short stack while he's trucking. And Put he'll out st- his phone number right now. <laughs> yeah, we're going to, yeah, call him at 40. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, but anyways, I just had to share that because I was laughing so was hard good. last night. But um we got a question for you today, Short Stack. There was this like I don't know the exact I don't remember the exact story, but there was uh, this bear. There's a bear that uh, bear broke into a garage that must have been open. It smelled food and it stole food and ate it out in the front yard. Yeah, in California. So yeah, you ask him a question. Oh, so the question is, you can be you can be whatever animal, you can be yourself. It doesn't matter. But the question is, what would you steal out of someone's garage? I'm gonna be myself. Okay. Because I'm, well, not everybody knows this, but I'm kind of cat-like. So (laughs) I can pounce from level to level to get whatever I need. And I'm going to go in some guy's garage and I'm going to steal his hoe. His hoe? (laughs) You know, the gardening hoe. Right, right, right. But why? Just so I got, I said I stole some guy's hoe. <laughs> so you're stealing a hoe. Our guest Scotty said he was stealing a fridge. Jackson, you're stealing. Uh, what are you stealing? Yeah. What are you stealing? You even remember? I don't even remember what I was uh, stealing. Whatever. And I'm stealing Tyler's Domino's pizza that he yes. left over. Oh, I'm stealing fishing stuff. Oh yeah, that's right. That's right. Uh, you're stealing fishing stuff because you want to get into fishing. Yeah, I want to learn how to fish better, and I'm taking the good bobbers. <laughs> The good bobbers, the pencil bobbers. The bloop. The bloop, bloop. bloop, bloop. 
Yeah, so, I feel, I feel low, boys. I'm gonna stick with that's my final answer. That's your final answer. Okay, I like that. That's a good yeah, answer. Yeah, it's gonna be a long weekend. I'm heading back to Nebraska. We're gonna be doing the podcast remote for a while, um, and I'm gonna be spending some more time around short stack, which is probably not a good thing. No, you're gonna be knocking on some doors. I hope I'm not knocking on doors. If anything, it better be Tony Fitness's door because <laughs> I'll be right down the hall. <laughs> I think you got to bring Jackson Bruce with you this weekend. You know, I told Jackson he needs to come to Nebraska for the College World Series. I need to – Jackson Bruce needs to come to Nebraska, and I will have him be my honorary third-base coach. Wow. Oh, that's wow. that's big time, Jackson. Nice. I, I could do that. Can I get tossed? You can get tossed. We'll even We'll even set it up so you do get tossed. Maybe we'll have Tyler be the umpire. I, I can't get close enough to that man. <laughs> no, he's a, he'll order some sort of umping cheats, and then he'll. <laughs> I love how the, half this podcast is about Tyler. Four ninety nine plus tax. <laughs> you kind of miss that guy. I wish he'd come back. Uh, I think he likes it here. He's a pure lifer. I told him that last night. I said, you're a pure lifer, dude. I hope you know that. He probably just told you to grow up. Yeah, he did. And he told me I was stinky and I need to shower. <laughs> Whatever. So, all right, short sec. We appreciate the time. I'll see you tomorrow, my friend. Hey, I'd like to tell your uh, your listeners that it's a bad weekend to be a Bud Light. Bad. It's actually a terrible weekend. It's not even bad. It's a terrible weekend. It's an atrocious weekend. Yeah. Honest to God, it's probably going to be a worse weekend to be a Bush Light because nobody's going to drink you. Right. Well, no, that would that would make it a good weekend for a bush light. No, dude. They 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 they're unwanted. They're unwanted. I can't believe you guys think you're from the Midwest, but you would go against. We think we don't think we're from the best state in the Midwest. Thank you very much. Oh, <laughs> oh man, Nebraska. Anyway, you guys are gonna sit here and tell me you're from the Midwest, and you're gonna go against the gospel of the you betcha guy. Get out of Ooh. here. Who? You've never you've never watched the you betcha guy? Cares. Yeah, I'd like to have a challenge. Actually, can, you know, the who cares can, thing, great, but you, you just dissed the you betcha guy. Unbelievable. <laughs> Whatever. He's a fake. He's a fraud. No. We are the short sack and I are the real Midwest. Thank you. Go be from Missouri. Go be from Missouri. Uh, whatever. Short stack, appreciate the time. We'll see you again on uh we're gonna record on Tuesday since Memorial Day is Monday. No, we're going to... Are, are we, this, this are we is, releasing this on Tuesday? We'll release this today, but then we'll do our next one Wednesday. I oh, okay, so we're just going to skip. Okay, yep. so we'll see. We'll, we'll be back Wednesday then, short sec. All righty. All right, we'll see you then. Peace out, boys. Short stack always giving us some memorable moments and uh, back-to-back times that he, we've actually caught him in his house. You guys finally... Like he wasn't working for one. Right, finally I mean, he break. was working, but... He, he does the pod, he coaches, he semi-driver... Like he, this guy's everywhere. He's he's a busy man. He's in high demand. He is in high demand, and we always appreciate the time that he gives us every other day. Now, yeah, that the podcast is being uploaded on Fridays. So, yep, we got right. that from him. Let's get into goaded. You know, we're gonna we're gonna do positives now because we've been doing the negatives the last few days. We've stirred up enough controversy for a bit. Uh, first topic: comedian. Who's your goat comedian? Dave Chappelle. I knew that was coming. Number one. Burt Kreischer, close to. I like Burt, too. Um, I like Dave Chappelle because he, listen, he knows where the line's at, and he is not afraid to cross it. Mm-hmm. Um, 
He is one of few people in t- today's political climate that is not afraid to say what he wants to say because it's comedy, as comedy should be. You know, comedy isn't for um, the weak-hearted. No, it's it, and you got to have tough skin to be a fan of comedy. Right. And if it's not your thing, it's not your thing. Ignore it. You know, I... I enjoy Dave Chappelle. I think he's a funny guy. And at the end of the day, he makes fun of every single person, every single race, every religion. And that's what I like most about comedians, when they can make fun of themselves as well as everybody else. And I think that's what makes Dave Chappelle so great. Mm-hmm. I, I like Dave Chappelle a lot, too. I also like Burt Kreischer. He's one of my favorites. My favorite, I don't know if he's the GOAT, but he does a lot of stuff. Uh, outside of stand-up comedy, that is really funny. He does Big Mouth on Netflix. Uh, he's one of the main characters in that. It's a cartoon. I know you don't watch it. No. It's a great show. You should. It's really funny. It's about how kids go through puberty. It's, it's seriously one of the funniest. It's raunchy, but it's funny. Um, and he also does a lot of writing for Saturday Night Live and other shows. I really like John Mulaney. Okay, yeah, he's good. John Mulaney, I actually saw him live in Minneapolis on the University of Minnesota's campus when I lived in Austin. Uh, he, he's funny. Um, he makes jokes about himself. He's he's got kind of a feminine voice uh, for a male. So there's a joke he he makes about how uh, when when God when he was getting made in heaven, uh, they they're like he's like everyone who's everyone making me they sent me through but they got forgot to flick that one final switch and God goes you made him gay right. And they're like, uh, no. He's like, well, that's going to be an interesting person. <laughs> <laughs> and he also has some good stuff about Bill Clinton and how his dad ordered a black coffee while the whole family was going to McDonald's. Like, he's just a really funny guy, and he has a lot of talents. He can write. He can produce. And he's just he's a great stand-up comedian. I really like John Mulaney, but Burt Kreischer's great. Uh, Eddie Murphy is another one that I really like. It's old school. Eddie Murphy Raw is really good. If you're easily offended, though, by some homophobic slurs, which I don't blame you, but it was made in, like, the early 80s, so, I mean, back then it wasn't a big deal. But if you can get past those things, Eddie Murphy Raw is really, really funny. It's the one where he's in, like, the red uh, jumpsuit, and he does a bit about um, when the ice cream truck comes. And he's like, I got some ice cream. You didn't get none because you on the welfare and your dad is an alcoholic. <laughs> like how they would make fun of the kids who couldn't get the ice cream. And he just, Eddie Murphy's funny. And I know a lot of uh, comedians, including Dave Chappelle, I believe Eddie Murphy was one of his influences. So Eddie Murphy, John Mulaney, Dave Chappelle, Burt Kreischer, all those guys are great. There's some awesome, awesome comedians out there that you should give a listen to. Love it. Next topic. We're getting into the celebrity realm. Ooh. Who is the greatest Kardashian NBA boyfriend? Listen, There's a bunch of them. There, there is a bunch of them, and I, and I seriously don't keep up with the Kardashians. I don't either. Um, but the one that sticks out to me is Tristan Thompson. Oh, you're, oh no. I'm telling you right now, if anybody's watching Keeping Up with the Kardashians, if they're Kardashian fans, they're going <laughs> to slaughter you for this one. They hate Tristan Thompson. I, this is like basically the only one I, I mean, I remember Jordan Clarkson a little bit. But in terms of like tea, oh, it's Tristan Thompson. Oh yeah, if, if you look into watch a crapshoot, right. it's Tristan. And Thompson, that's why I'm Chloe picking Kardashian. him because like they've had a kid together. He cheated, mm-hmm. you know. She was like playing with his emotions before, like like 2017 ish. He still like sends her flowers. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> this guy's this guy's still 
You know, he made a mistake. People make mistakes in life, Jackson. Apparently, Tristan Thompson is a serial mistake maker, though. That's what I've, I've come to Some realize. Some people deserve second and third and fourth and fifth and How maybe sixth chances. How many teams he's been on? He gets more chances with Chloe he's than, probably, yeah, than teams he's say, been on. I was going to say, he's probably got more chances with Chloe than he's been on teams. But, uh, yeah, for, for just the T in general, Tristan Thompson. I think I got the first uh, co-goat in goated history. <laughs> because... That list has some impressive NBA players on it. Blake Griffin, James Harden, Tristan Thompson, uh, Ben Simmons. There's some good, good players on that list. But I've got the goats for you. Because for me, mediocrity while you reap the rewards of greatness are phenomenal. And that my goats are Chris Humphreys and Rashad McCants. Rashad McCants... Played five seasons in the NBA, four of them with Minnesota, one with Sacramento. Averaged 10 points per game in his career. Rashad McCants was pretty good. He was in the slam dunk contest. He was an explosive player. He's most known for being one of the players that took the fake Swahili class at North Carolina. But I think one that is one that is truly amazing is uh, Chris Humphreys. This man averaged 6.7 points per game. Never even came close to an all-star game. From Minneapolis, Minnesota, so he's a Midwest guy. Went to University of Minnesota. This guy was married to Kim Kardashian. I believe he is her first husband, and they were married for 72 days. Tough scene. 72 days. And tough. he actually played for the Boston Celtics for less days than he was married to Kim Kardashian. And including and the Dallas Mavericks. This guy's played for Utah, Toronto, Dallas, New Jersey, Brooklyn. Well, Brooklyn and New Jersey are the same. Boston, Washington, Phoenix, and Atlanta. And this guy was married to a Kardashian for seventy-two days, and she he was married to the best one. Yeah, Most Kim is. One. Yeah, Kim's. She's the superior Kardashian. She's the queen. She's the queen. She's the queen of the Kardashians. And so he was married to her for 72 days. I got those two the goat because they did the most with the least. Yeah. Good for them. Good for them. That's called, uh, what do they say? Allen Iverson is the uh, best NBA player of all time, pound for pound. Chris Humphreys and Rashad McCants are the best <laughs> Kardashian <laughs> NBA boyfriends, pound for pound. All right, our last go-to topic, social media platform. This can be any social media platform. If it's still around, if it's not around, if it's current, whatever. What is your go-to social media platform? Um, I was going to say MySpace. MySpace was ahead of its time. Did you have a MySpace? You were probably too young uh, to have no, a MySpace. No, I did. I did have a MySpace, <clears throat> but I was, shoot, like 12. It uh, was like toward the end of MySpace. Oh, okay. Although MySpace is back. You can actually like, heard. You can create a MySpace account yeah. and everything. But you could put like music on your profile you could have like cool backgrounds and all that stuff yeah uh, i would say though the one i use most is twitter mm-hmm. i think there's just so many different avenues you can go to i have like nine twitter accounts i'm not joking yeah. i have like nine twitter accounts it's unreal and uh you know there's some for like esports i've got my personal twitter i've got like a twitter that i have specifically for cardinal baseball it's just because I don't want to mix everything. You right. mix everything, it just gets too, it just gets clustered up. So I have like multiple Twitter accounts for multiple different things. And I just like to keep it separate and it's just easier. It's if easier I, to, if you're looking for Cardinals news, you go on your Cardinal right. account. And I yeah. want to see people whine and complain about St. Louis. I just go on that account. Yeah. You know, if I, if I need to do some personal stuff, I'm on my personal. If I need to do gaming, I'm on my gaming. It's just, it, I think that, uh, I think that Twitter is the best platform to be on. And uh, now that Elon Musk is going to be taken over, it's going to be even better. Big fan of Elon Musk, by the way. You know me. I'm not big on social media anymore. I used to have all the social media avenues, but um, Twitter is my one that I have. I have a LinkedIn. 
<laughs> I have LinkedIn, uh, but Twitter's probably my favorite now. But my all-time favorite is my first ever social media platform that I ever used. Uh, it was a site called Bebo. I don't know if you ever heard of Bebo before. Uh. Bebo was very similar to MySpace. Uh, you could make your background. It was called a skin. And you uh, make your background awesome. You could talk about what your favorite music was. You could make quizzes about yourself, and people could uh, answer the questions, and you could see who knows you best. You had, um, instead of in a relationship, you had uh, your other half. So you're in, like, middle school, and you see a girl, like, oh, I'm so lucky to have him. <laughs> or, like, a bunch of hearts and stuff. And then uh, they, they would do all the weird things. that like you could make designs with text and everything. And you could write on each other's uh, – you could write messages to each other, everything. You could do some messaging in there. Uh, and then Bebo was also, you could share videos. I remember I was like 13. I thought family guy videos were the best. So I just have a bunch of family guy videos on my stuff. Um, and, uh, it, it was a good platform. I would say it was like the Walmart version of MySpace. but like for some reason Bebo was huge growing up in my middle school. So like really? everyone had Bebo and you're a little older than I, than yeah. I am. So, yeah. I mean, your middle school would have been my early elementary school. Yeah, or earlier. I was. Like third, I went to grade. middle school in two thousand five to two thousand eight. That'd have been two thousand five. I'd have been seven. So yeah, so you'd have been a youngster. Young. So you wouldn't have had old Bebo. Although old school, like I'm talking like early two thousand and tens. Facebook was unmatched. Farmville. That's when all the oh. games started coming out. Farmville. You're poking people. Yoville. <laughs> poking people when you had a crush on them. Like doing the whole TBH rate and date thing. I don't know if you, you might be a little too old for that like, I, era. I, I, uh, I did one to be honest when I was a freshman in college. And uh, We used to have confessions like pages. Oh yeah. Confessions pages. We, were we had nasty. like uh, Yik Yak. I don't know if you ever tried we, Yik so, Yak so and yeah, all that. We had Yik Yak and then we had this one and I can't even remember what it was called but it was a, it was a picture version of Yik Yak. I love it. I used to have one with my roommates Dude. called the Apartment well, they, Five they, Boys. They actually banned Yik Yak from my high school because it, I think, it got so bad. Yeah, Yik Yak causes issues. It I does. think my favorite Yik Yak I ever saw, though, we were driving in the middle of nowhere, and if you just pull up Yik Yak because it's geographically based, right? And there was one; it was in the middle of nowhere, probably forty miles away from the nearest town. And somebody goes, "Day three hundred and five of being stranded, still hungry, help." <laughs> you know that they just wanted one person to see to, it. to see it and comment on it. And I something. saw that I was like, "That's genius. That's so. That's funny. incredible. I hope he wasn't like actually starving. <laughs> <laughs> Yik Yak was his only form of communication. <laughs> yeah, he, he somehow he somehow had a phone, and all he could use was Yik Yak. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's a good pod, man. Yeah, I think that was good. Uh, you got to take off here. I got to take off. I got to get ready for uh, trap game two against the North Iowa Raging Roosters. Good name, by the way. Raging Roosters is a great name. Uh, Bancroft, Iowa. Seven. We have more views. We have like, ha if if the whole town of Bancroft listened to one of our podcasts, they'd still have less views than what we've got. So, you know, it's a small town, but it's fun. Right. It's fun. So, uh, we're gonna get out to the ballpark. Work my tail off and then go golfing early seven twenty in the morning tomorrow. So yeah, I wish I could go. Your dad invited me. He did invite you, but you I got don't have my clubs. I don't, you know, I got to go back to Nebraska. I go back to Nebraska. So and then we'll be, we'll be back Wednesday. Yeah, we'll be back Wednesday for you folks, and uh, it's been a great time. We will see you Wednesday. We'll see you Wednesday. Appreciate everybody tuning in and uh, go trap tonight.